1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
0: All right, Dave, we're recording now. You're not going to mention that I failed to record, are you?
1: I wouldn't ever dare to bring your level of, that level of professional. No.
0: No. <laughs> Fucking hell. You've mulched up. Now we can't use that either. Ha <laughs> ha all right you ready
1: yes the following podcast is a member of the great big owl family
0: good owl to you indeed and merry barn to us all See the only owl i could think of there apologies
1: how many bo- how many owls can you name <laughs> oh immediate great question on the podcast uh barn you got your barn because we
0: mentioned that last week you got your ta- your tawny because you did that tawny, last week yeah. as well. and then uh yeah. your harry potter your hogwarts owl oh yeah, yeah yeah your magic owl a magic owl uh yeah good thank you and then you've got your great big owl the podcast label <laughs> it doesn't and feel like yeah. that. Uh... um then no that's it are that gonna... you
1: out already yeah god yeah are you still in you're not allowed to Google. I've got Snowy up my sleeve, and that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Snowy's nice. Lovely um, owl. But then after that, maybe I will go... Oh, hang on.
0: Don't just start listing off owls, Dave.
1: Well, um, why
0: not? Actually, to be fair, if we have a quick look at the show plan for this lovely Monday, there's nothing else. That's the point of cabin fever. Fuck all else to do. Spets, just say some words. The
1: Australian Masked Owl. Mm. There is a. There's an owl called the Great Horned Owl. Our producer Steve just said night owl. Well,
0: mate, I was about to say night owl and claim that as my own. I mean,
1: all owls are night owls, aren't they?
0: Oh yeah, but I was. Um, talking of animals, can I talk to you about llamas?
1: Uh, yeah, do sure. You fa- do you
0: fancy some llama chat, or do you want to move on?
1: Well, we've done owl. T- we've we've done owl. So go for go for llama. Underrated animals. Top of the list,
0: llamas. Amazing creatures. So I went to New Zealand last year. Really, had a re- I was working out there. It was really hard work. And one of the things I did when I was touring around was I went to meet an a farmer okay early lawn early yawn there dave is that
1: nice did you uh, no no, no well, i mean was it because i'm tired or was it the story i don't know who, well, who knows
0: <laughs> that's a new format tired or story <laughs> yeah. dave and tom tired or bored with dave <laughs> grimm uh, continue we, sorry that's not what we do every time there's a yawn tired or bored um and <laughs> I met a lama I just met an amazing Llama called Max at this Llama Farmer and I went trekking with a llama and it's they're just incredible creatures. They're kind of alert.
1: Good good for good topical. That's, Very that's topical, them. exactly. Won't get corona if they're alert. Well, Dave, this
0: brings me beautifully onto the reason they're in the news at the moment. Llamas could be the solution to coronavirus.
1: What? Hello. Um tell me more. I'm well,
0: intrigued. Now we know that injecting bleach doesn't work. We're looking to the llamas, right? And here's the thing about llamas, they've got antibodies that are very, very small in their system. So we have quite large antibodies, but in llamas, weirdly, they're very small antibodies, which means physically they can get into small spaces, which is what you need to fight the coronavirus, because it's sort of the coronavirus like molecularly. Is so very very small. They need a small antibody to get in there. And llamas are an animal which have this antibody. So they are. There's talk of using llama blood, and then you harnessing their antibodies, sticking on a nice layer of vaccine, and then injecting people with llama blood to cure them of the coronavirus.
1: Bring on the llama blood. A sentence I never thought I'd say on a. Podcast or indeed, in life,
0: no, exactly. can I got can I have a, can I get a shot of llama blood, please then I'm yeah you know, then I'm clear yeah. to go into this busy nightclub or whatever. You can breathe all over me once i once I've become a sort of like a llama vampire.
1: yeah, imagine that was what happened. It was an immediate thing. And so just before you as you queued up for the bar, yeah, outside, the bouncers like I do, set your llama blood and you shot it and then in you go. it's it works very well, because also it would be quite good to have the physique of a llama at a bar. What elements of a llama's physique are, are useful at a bar?
0: Well, if you imagine a llama, they've got very, very long necks, and they've got very wide, alert eyes, as if they're looking for a, a bar staff to come and serve them. Google a picture of a llama, and tell me that is not an animal waiting to be served at a bar. Do it right now.
1: Okay, hang on. Just close down my owl breeds of owl tab. What am I googling? Just a llama? Yeah. Oh, yeah, now I see what you mean. Yeah, he's like, give me a drink. That, yeah, excuse me, mate. Sorry, mate, I was here before... <sighs> Sorry, can I give get two lamas? <laughs> give me your llama blood. Give me bloods. Pint of llama. Two pints of llama. <laughs> and a packet of crisps.
0: There you go. Well done to the llamas. All the lovely llamas.
1: It's interesting, isn't it, what Google suggests as alternative searches when you type something in. So llama immediately goes to alpaca. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so hang on. Is this If I click on it, does it give me like a Peruvian llama? Oh I see. So I've clicked on Peru now and now it's pictures of llamas in Peru. It's like a a, a linking game. Yeah, I think that's where they're from. Christmas though. What's a Christmas llama? Okay, sure. It's just a it's just a lot of pictures of Santa sitting on a llama and yeah. a la- It's odd, isn't it? I don't traditionally associate llamas with Christmas. No, they're not my
0: go-to Christmas animal. That would be a very different Santa, wouldn't it? Going on with this sleigh being pulled by Larry the Red nose, Rudolph llama. the
1: Red Nose Llama. Rudolph the Red Nose Llama, doesn't, yeah, yeah. Doesn't <laughs> quite have the same uh, <laughs> ring to it, does it? <laughs> But there you go, sorry, I just uh, got slightly sidetracked by Llama Googling. Oh. Um, we're at that point of the week, a.k.a. the beginning of the week, a.k.a. who bloody knows what day of the week it is anyway, mm. but um, well, I feel like we should have three days' worth of stories to tell, Tom. Oh, because it's been a
0: busy weekend, yeah!
1: Well, yeah, well, it just has been a weekend without a podcast, so yeah, man. tell me the highlights. Absolutely,
0: I'm locked and loaded. Let's have a just, just just go through my arsenal, my weaponry of, of non-ecdotes. Oh, straight off the bat, the dishwasher. Fixed. Do you wanna know how that unfolded? Quickly, fixed or not fixed. Waiting for the man to come, right? Getting the house ready because, you know, someone's coming into the house, gotta make sure he's got the mask on, gotta make sure that everyone's absent from the house, we're all clear to go. What time's he getting there? Very, you know, high tension, high stakes game. The man turns up, right, gets his mask on, goes in the kitchen, takes one look at it, said that's not the wrong part. That's absolutely the wrong part. Then walked out of the house at the end.
1: What do you mean it's the wrong part? I
0: bought a part to fix the dishwasher because the heating element uh. had gone. And he took one look at the heating element and went, That's the wrong bit, mate. And I went
1: Cool. Did he tell you what to buy? Or no, no, he said, that's, that's, that's all
0: I can do. I'm sorry, I, I, I can't fix that. that dish. We don't have the right part, so you'll have to get the right part. And, um, yep, all the best. And then he turned on his tail and he left my house.
1: Okay, so presumably you thought you'd bought the right part. So oh, I did some heavy Googling. Where?
0: I did some heavy Googling to find the right... the Because it's no longer a heat... Um, filament that heats up the water. It's like a, this heat-exchanging engine
1: which pumps hot water. Oh. Story or tired? <laughs> it's a story. Okay. <laughs> the heating element of your dishwasher. Absolutely fine. That's <laughs> uh, quite a good way of interrupting you now, isn't, yeah, it, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Good. Just use the yawn. I mean, I don't worry, It goes both ways. I'll wheel it out.
1: How much did you pay for the, the dishwasher man to come and leave your house? Great question, and
0: I can tell you the answer to that question is. And he's a nice man, zero pounds and zero pence. He said, I won't charge you because I was nearby anyway. And I was like, top man. In that case, if you're nearby, why were you
1: two hours late? But I didn't say that. I was like, that's all good. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming uh, so now what happens have you got a new part coming no we're going to sell the house oh fine yeah that makes sense just don't mention the dishwasher yeah
0: just just get the fuck out of here and we'll just find somewhere else nearby yeah it seems the more sensible thing to do because I think stamp She's showing
1: people around your kitchen going yeah got all the got all the fridges the got your yeah. sink uh, dishwasher there obviously nothing wrong with that just uh, just a normal regular working dishwasher <laughs> absolutely fine Yeah. what's that why um, am I sweating no reason no reason yeah, no no I, no absolutely fine you want new why is there loads of dishes on the side I, uh, look, I just haven't got around to loading yeah, the dishwasher yet. Just saving water.
0: No, I um, I actually think moving house and paying stamp duty is cheaper than plumbing. So that's what we're going to do.
1: <laughs> that's our plan. Story, you're tired. Oh no, that was uh, that was that was tired. Yeah. Okay, good, thanks. That was that was. I tried to disguise it, then laughed, and I not disguised it very well?
0: <laughs> the laugh, yawn. <laughs> I once had Dave, and it won't surprise you to hear this. A therapist. To- oh my god, a comedian yeah. and a therapist? Yeah, this is weird. And. Um, she used to do really she she thought she was really good at disguising her yawns but I could tell every time she yawned because her nostrils, her nostrils would just flare right out
1: oh yeah it's really hard to disguise a yawn when it's Sort of you crucial, like that. In that in that situation, I say it's crucial not to yawn.
0: Really hard to be. Well, I think I wonder if that's why therapists There's that cliched image, isn't there, of the of the person getting therapy lying on a sofa with the the therapist with their back to the
1: therapist, so they can't see the therapist. Oh, is that just because they might yawn or look a bit bored, or you anything?
0: can't be, you know, talking about how you know you wonder if your identity has been harmed by a, a lack of you know hugs when you were a child, and someone. <sighs> Yeah, go
1: on. Yeah. Tell me more. will be with nice to you. Hey, what was story, it? Or bored, <laughs> story or board, doctor? Story or board? Story or board? They're the same thing, aren't they? Thank <laughs> God I'm tired. Tired or story?
0: I think you're fine. No, tired or boarding school. I think that is the...
1: Uh, <laughs> very good. That's the therapist. Right <laughs> very, now. very good. Um, all right, so, uh,
0: anyway... Um so yeah I, that's the dishwasher's all I've got Dave. I mean you know it's been a busy weekend for you. What have you got for us here on Cabin Fever? It
1: week eight. Uh I was supposed to have a bay tree delivered. Ooh. Uh and it didn't come. Oh. It's coming tomorrow now. Hey. <laughs> Quite a good story right? Yeah, there's a there's a roller
0: coaster. No yawns there. I tell
1: mate. you what, I tell you what lockdown has really done wonders for your love life. The, Sorry. What? Uh yeah, absolutely not that. Is the um, absolute uselessness that is the all day delivery window? For the first time in my life, I get a text saying, We'll deliver your order between the hours of 8 30 a.m. and 6 30 p.m. And I don't have the anxiety of going, What the fucking use in that? So true. I have to just take a day off work. And now I'm like, Yeah, sure. I mean, I'll obviously be in. This is one of the great things delivery window anxiety
0: is i mean that's how we used to live isn't it who cares about that they could literally say we your your plants will arrive sometime during the window of may and yeah. you're like sure fine yeah
1: bring it on man exactly what I have I, I, every time i get a sort of delivery thing and they say let us know if this isn't convenient for you i'm like oh i'm not even going to bother checking cuz obviously it's convenient for me like yeah. obviously i will be out walking the dog the one time that they come round and um the oh yeah the tree, that's true. That's yeah you do still leave the house but well that, but the you. other problem, the other thing is Even that doesn't matter, because where does all posts get left now, Tom? Outside anyway. Like, no one's waiting for a signature, so they'll just plonk the tree outside my front door, and I'll find it when I get back.
0: Yeah, it's perfect. And maybe that's where the tree's going to go anyway. In which case, just leave it there. They've, they've put the tree there for you, and that's where the tree now lives, in the hallway. Pick the position. You're welcome.
1: God, life has got so much better, hasn't it? No trees for Dave, um, and that's basically my, the story of my weekend, I'd say. Okay. Oh, I have got another story, but I'll save it because I want
0: Helen Monks to hear it as well. I think we should get Helen on, and then I can tell you the story of me barking at a fox. Would you like to hear that story?
1: Uh, I mean, there's no point in saying no, so play The Sting. Here we go, then.
0: Would you like to hear the story? It means you're going to hear the story. It's just another Helen Monk's day. Here she is on Cabin Fever. It's season eight. Helen, well done. You have met. You are a regular now.
2: Yay!
1: <laughs> I couldn't tell whether the delay there was just an internet delay or Helen going. Oh, do I want to be a regular on this shit? <laughs> See, that's nothing. We can. That's another game
0: we can play. Like like tired or bored, we can do delay or depressed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How are you, monks? How's your week been?
2: Eventful, actually. Ooh! I bought some mould cleaner over the internet. Have I told you? Was this last week or this week?
0: You bought an old cleaner?
2: A mould cleaner. A
0: mould cleaner. Okay, right. No, you haven't told us about this. Go on.
2: So, I bought it over the internet and I later discovered that you can't buy it in the shop because um, it's got hydrochloric acid in it. (sighs) Anyway, so... I sprayed it on my ceiling where all my mold is and it all dripped down into my eye. I'm fine, I can still see. But um <laughs> but I then read on the bottle it says um can cause severe damage to eyes. And also underneath that it said, do not use on the ceiling. So I called um one 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 and um they said you should probably go to A and E. So I went to A and E and it was actually great. There was nobody there. Everyone was so friendly, um they gave my eye a clean and uh it was nice to get out of the house. Oh,
0: that's incredible. So you got a- acidic mould dripping into your eye.
2: Yeah, it was also just really stupid of me because it did go in once because I obviously sprayed it and looked up to give it a wipe. It went in once. I sort of washed it out and thought, okay, right, take two. and looked <laughs> up again. again. And, it- <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't just go into my eye that time. It went a bit, went onto my face. That's when I realised this is really stingy stuff. Like it was properly burning my face so i thought oh i should probably stop looking up at the ceiling um wow. but also i kind of i kind of have it on video because i was trying to do a bit of a um what are they called where you do a really fast video of something that you're doing so it looks like you're superman
0: time lapse
2: yeah
0: so so no lasting damage then that the face is all still okay
2: oh my gosh absolutely fine I, it was actually a bit embarrassing because by the time I washed I washed it out with water for 20 minutes and by the time I got to a and E, I oh. I like that I was almost completely better so I kept apologizing because I was like there's probably better things to be doing than looking at my eye and I had brought the bottle of bleach in with me and was like I'm so sorry
0: oops whoa what a feeling you're cleaning mould off the ceiling.
2: It's still covered in mould. This oh. is the thing. So I'm I'm now in a slight um, legal battle with my flatmates. where I'm presenting all of the arguments of why I should continue to use the illegal substance mm. because I've bought myself some swimming goggles. I'm going to wear my <laughs> face mask and a hat. <laughs> Amazing. So I think it's fine now. they really they really insistent that that we don't repeat mistakes from the past
1: it it does feel that when mistakes from the past uh, end up with you in accident and emergency it might be wise to to maybe steer clear of it again
2: well i don't know because i'm i am i'm not repeating the i'm not going to look up with my eyes like you know naked i'm also planning on spraying it onto a sponge and then wiping the sponge on the wall rather than spray the foam directly onto the ceiling so i am learning i just i really want to get rid of the mold how much is it is it that the
0: really scary black mold
2: yeah it's black mold and it's over the entire ceiling, like it's and it's growing i've bought a dehumidifier which is doing nothing for me
0: no they're useless
2: and um you know because as well we've washed it off before but it just grows back
0: is it on the on the bathroom ceiling yeah right i think you should carry on helen at least you if you're in the bathroom what you could do is is just keep showering yourself so you like have the shower on your face the whole time you just spray your face the whole time with water and then with the other hand You're wiping the, uh, you know, yeah. you got your hydro- hydrochloric acid on the ceiling. Oh
2: my <laughs> gosh, that's a really good idea. Okay, all right, I'll try that. You're welcome. Standing in the bath, completely naked, apart from my goggles. And spray and shower simultaneously.
0: Yeah. This is why they've said, haven't they, that everyone needs to stop doing any kind of DIY that has any element of risk because they've, they've got, despite the fact that A&E was completely, uh, the numbers were really low, apart from the occasional idiot. Um, but they said, please don't go and do DIY because people, while they're at home, like I had a bit of guttering that I wanted to waterproof and to get up there and do it, the stepladder wasn't big enough. So I had to put the stepladder onto a chair so I had a step no, ladder on no, a chair. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, And this was no, day four no, of lockdown. No. I was on step three on my way up. And my wife came out, screamed at me, and got me to get off the chair. I mean, I nearly fell off when she screamed at me, to be fair. But I, I was told very in no uncertain terms to get off the fucking step ladder on a chair. Why are you all idiots? <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, Tom's the bigger idiot. That That's, re- that's really idiotic. Um,
0: on a chair? Well, no, it was on two chairs. So one part of the step ladder was on one two chair. Two chairs? Yeah. <laughs> two chairs
1: <laughs> makes a lot oh, more yeah, way sense, to make it? it more stable
0: well, because a stepladder is, is like a V shape isn't it so both points of the V are sitting on a chair each just only a small chair they were both pretty sensibly wedged against a wall they weren't going to slip and I was halfway up to fix the fucking leak and this I haven't really really the
1: leak. this is terrifying mate this is absolutely <laughs> terrifying and you're in charge of how many children uh, I've forgotten <laughs> Genuinely forgotten
0: Some Some kids and a dog
2: Would you have done that Pre-lockdown Because this is the thing I think I've realised I'm doing things I would never normally do Like clean My bathroom Yeah <laughs>
0: It's a very gradually causing a tiny, tiny damp patch. Tiny damp patch. That, and that has been going on there for over a year. So over a year of normal life pre-lockdown, mm. couldn't give a shit, mate. Couldn't care. I've got, got important things to do. I'm, You know, I'm, an, I'm a vital member of the economy. And then... Taking those risks. That's right, exactly. Day four, and I'm like, I'm going to fucking climb on the side of the side return, which is made of plastic, and I'm going to use an old rickety <laughs> step ladder on some children's chairs, and I'm going to do it now.
2: Children's chairs?
0: Yeah, they're a bit slightly lower kids' chairs, yeah. Yeah. It didn't oh work. my
2: god it didn't
0: work guys it didn't make it up there So,
1: all I'd say monks is just before you do uh, embark on the same activity again do just in your head picture the tiny possibility that you have to go back to A&E and explain to them that you're back in <laughs> for the same reason within one week and just imagine what they will say then and then decide whether it's worth going again
2: That's, you're going to be such a good dad <laughs> teaching me about consequences.
1: Than that, friends with friends, and we're on Twitter at friendswf. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, What else has been going on, Monks?
2: It's been a chaotic week. So I've also, well, I've actually now fixed it. But for about two days, I had a completely broken laptop because (laughs) I was desperate to install The Sims. But The Sims is for Windows and I've got a Mac. So what I did was I followed all these instructions off this website, which basically got me into the coding, like the deep coding of my laptop and gave me all of these, I copied and pasted all these codes. What I didn't realize is the codes were basically deleting the software of my MacBook. So then my MacBook then just was dead and wouldn't start. And then when it did start, it came up with this really scary, like question mark flashing thing (laughs) that was basically saying, why are you trying to turn me on? I'm dead. Um, so yeah, that was a quite stressful two days because I just, I just realized, oh my gosh, why am I playing with fire here? Because the one thing that is keeping me connected to the world is this, is this beautiful laptop and I've just tried to sever it in order to play The Sims.
0: Oh my God. That's, that's like a, that's, that's crazy. Messing around with your laptop do not, that's such a vital, that's your umbilical cord at the moment. That's like, you, you know. You wouldn't get a, a a baby using the umbilical cord to just go off and try bungee jumping, would you? You've got to you've got to respect the umbilical cord that is your Mac. One minute you're spraying acid on the ceiling, the next minute you're messing around with coding on your Mac.
1: Jesus, Helen, what a week!
2: Yeah, I think we've all learnt don't leave Helen monks on her own. Basically, <laughs> it doesn't end well.
1: Didn't you also go to France this week?
2: Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was fun. Well, I wore a beret and ate some vegan camembert.
1: A couple of my friends have been doing that this week. Uh, one of my friends was supposed to be in Munich. Uh, so they recreated a sort of Oktoberfest vibe in their flat this week and got all the all the German stuff knocking about and the big steins of beer. So you were supposed to get to France, weren't you? And now you've just dressed up as a French person, right? In a cartoon.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, I wore a striped T-shirt and ate some garlicky food and had my beret. I was actually supposed to be going to France because I was supposed to be going to Barcelona. And um, because of Greta Thunberg, I decided to get the train, but the train takes like forever, ever. So I was doing a stop off in France during the week. And then at the weekend, I was supposed to be going to Barcelona. So this week in my flat, I've gone to both France. And well, I didn't really go to Barcelona, but I did drink a lot of wine
1: i was gonna say what is you what what do you do to like france is a very easy one to recreate in a sort of stereotypy cartoon way but apart from just drinking loads of sangria what did you do for barcelona
2: yeah well it was for a Hindu. so what we did was we just did a zoom call and talked about willies
1: great ah nice oh what a lovely wholesome week you've had
2: yeah it's been nice
1: it's been a great hell monks week isn't it
2: a lot's happened a lot's happened
1: yeah, I know. And
0: now, have you got to the stage where, when things happen, you think, "Well, this this will be great for cabin fever."
2: <laughs> I wish I wish that I lived my life for you guys, but actually, I do. Just I do just live in the present. And then five minutes before this podcast, to go, "Oh my god, I'm going to have to say what I've been up to." And normally that fills me with dread. But this week, I woke up like, "Yeah, I've got this week covered." <laughs>
1: So good. Um, how was the hendu, Monk? So what's the, what was the general mood and vibe of the hendu, like having to do it on Zoom and all of that sort of thing?
2: Yeah, it was okay, actually. She we're actually moving her hendu to next year, so it was like a pre-hendu Hindu. So right. it wasn't too sad, but I think she's – it has been a bit stressful. I think she's lost quite a lot of money because she's moved the wedding as well. Oh, um, oh God. But, you know, lots of people are in the same situation, so she's just – I think she's happy that she will eventually get married and it's something nice to look forward to isn't it on the other side
1: well so this is going to be my question because actually weirdly any i've not got any stag do's booked this year because i uh, uh immediately now i've got like an auto reply on my texts for stag do's that just say oh i'm busy that weekend i'm afraid <laughs> um but had i got a stag do booked in and it got cancelled for any reason uh, i would be overjoyed because <laughs> and you can tell me whether this is true of hen but stag do's are the worst stag do's are the very worst i can definitely back that up
2: well i think you're i think you're like um i don't know i think you're a bit ahead of me in the stag do fatigue because this would actually have been my first hen so oh. can you can i get back to you when i've been to a few more because i imagine that they're probably the worst D- they are
0: really bad the worst thing about stag do's and I don't know if this happens on hendos, it probably does, is the, you have a mate who's, a, you know, similar to you maybe, not a crazy, crazy idiot like, hey, let's go here and do loads, loads of drugs and drink, and it's fine. And then suddenly when a stag do's involved... Like, like all previous personality traits that this person has had are dropped and suddenly it's it's just full on. They're like a different person determined to destroy themselves. It's terrifying.
1: Or, or, well, it's it's either that or there's just, you can't control the groups. I mean, the stag dudes in general are loads of people that wouldn't normally hang out together, having to hang out together. So you've got like yeah. two people from that group, three people from that group, four people from school. And it's like, so you're already basically in a, in a group that, hasn't hung out before and probably for good reason aka it's not going to be great fun and then to sort of mask the social awkwardness you just do loads of activities that nobody wants to do um and and when by the time you've got to the end of a weekend where you've done loads of stuff that you don't want to do with loads of people that you wouldn't normally opt to hang out with you just feel a bit like oh well i'm glad i spent 400 pounds on that yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, £400 and the rest.
0: Um, did you have a stag
2: do?
0: Yeah, I had a stag do. And we uh, we went to Oxford for the weekend and we watched Wales, New Zealand in the rugby. And then we went to an indie disco nightclub and danced to 90s indie music. And uh, one person got their wallet nicked and it was really exciting. And then someone gave me loads, someone gave me loads of um, absinthe. And the next day we all played golf and I was sick on the golf course and went home. That was my stag do.
2: Oh, that sounds oh, fun. It's
1: great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sick on the fifth. So that does sound. I, I think I would enjoy all of those things, apart from the the, the vomit, and mm. also I'm not really that bothered about golf. But were there people on the stag do that didn't like either rugby, indie music, or golf? Yeah,
0: plenty of them. But they they uh, they were sort of going with the main flow and they were sort of they formed a sort of sideline stag do a little bit like three or four people were a bit like let's fucking do this because there were people either side of it dave because you know me right middle lane all the way so some people in the yeah. fast lane they sort of went off and they went off to the rave room you know and uh oh. some people in the slow lane stayed in, and had ale in the pub it, it was fine it, it's we split off because obviously dave have got a lot of friends there were six or seven people there so <laughs>
1: <laughs> so three or four people went to the rave room a couple of people stayed in the pub and you went to just go on your own <laughs> basically yeah? it it was me dancing to manson in my school
0: uniform let's not dwell on that um listen guys i've got some outstanding news uh, tomorrow's guest has arrived a whole day early are you ready to uh, meet tomorrow's guest helen monks this is very exciting
3: yeah because
0: obviously today is helen monks day but tomorrow is going to be dom jolly tuesday please welcome appropriately enough mr dom jolly hi dom jolly
3: am i on the wrong day
0: yeah i mean listen in, in I'm a sense, confused. I don't yeah.
3: really know
0: what day it is anymore, anyway. It, it, it's, it's, Monday, it's Monday today, but obviously we're recording this on a Sunday. Who but, am I talking to? Well, sorry, this is Tom Price, the guy I'm <laughs> Right, is, okay. Yeah. And, I've, I've no idea where I am. Or no, cool, I'm cool, cool. We'll, we'll work it all out. And actually, that's how I sounded at the end of my stag do, to be fair. That is that is kind of what I was doing. Oh, that
3: was your stag do I was listening to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounded like a dream to me. Yeah, well, exactly. It's a great night, Absinthe, isn't it? 90s indie. I mean, what, what do you need?
0: It doesn't get any better,
3: exactly. Except for golf. Would, are, you, are you a golfer? are you a golfist i am actually i'm a golfist yeah. all right
0: okay we'll have we'll have some golf chat um dom jolly meet helen monks helen monks uh meet dom jolly say hi to each other this
3: is nice hi do I, how you hello, doing hello helen monks i'm very good i'm a bit hungover hello
2: I'm dom wrong. jolly
3: okay, it's nice. hello helen monks it's very nice it's
2: great great chat guys hi nice to meet you
3: you don't have to call me dom jolly my, my kids used to think that dom jolly was something different they used to think i used to go up to london to do dom jolly because they big kids at their school would say, is your dad dumb jolly? So they'd go, dad, what is dumb jolly? So I'd say, well, it's a sort of stupid thing I do when I go up and dress as a squirrel. But when I'm back, I'm just dad.
1: <laughs> so Helen, you can call him dad. <laughs>
2: I'll call yeah. you dad, yeah.
1: Oh, that's good. <laughs> there you going. go. Uh, a yeah. as well. Yeah, well,
0: that's, that was the idea. That's what we're hoping for take cabin fever in a holy direction um dom have you yeah. got uh, uh, stag do's what's your, what's the worst stag do you've ever been on because helen monks has got her first hen coming up soon
3: my own one was pretty fucking awful i have to say i kind of it was organized by a man that i hated and i ended up not <laughs> actually inviting to my own wedding oh my god um, and he organized it and i just i can't remember why even he organized it. i think i was filming trigger happy at the time actually and i was rather busy uh and he said he'd do it I, honestly, I can't remember. It was just appalling. I hate stag parties anyway. Yeah. So he he organised my idea of hell. It was in it was in a hotel in Ashford in Kent. I mean Kent. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um and I went down there and there was a massive argument at supper. No one knew each other. I just can't remember. There was breakages, there was a window gone, oh. and then I was left with the bill. It was just appalling. It was really, really bad actually. So yeah, I didn't enjoy it.
2: How did you tell him that you weren't inviting him to the wedding?
3: I just didn't tell him. Actually, I just—I haven't spoken to him since. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm quite, I'm quite big on grudges and stuff. Yes.
0: Oh, I love holding a grudge. <laughs> yeah. We should yeah. do a grudge podcast and just list off people who we grudge make. match. Yeah. yeah. Um, listen. So we are getting towards the end of Monday's episode, right? So, hello, monks. Day, we love you. Thanks for coming. Can you come back next week? And can you not spray acid in your face? Okay. No acid in the face. I'll
2: try my best. Okay. I'll let you know how it goes.
3: Okay. Drop acid, don't
0: spray it. Yeah, exactly. Always <laughs> drop, it. <laughs> the don't slogan spray. of this podcast. Thanks, Helen. <laughs> bye. Bye. Love you, bye. Bye, Helen Monks. Helen Monks. And that
1: is the end of Helen Monks Day. Who, who have we got on the show tomorrow, Dave? Who, who, who's coming ah, on? Any guests? Look, you know, it's it's, it's, it's nice to trail ahead sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> it's nice to just keep an air of mystery. Um, So, you know, who who knows? It could be anybody on the, on the show tomorrow. It's probably Dom Jolly, but it could be anybody. Who? Okay, let's keep it a secret, though.
0: Yeah, let's not say who it is. Let's not say who it is. Uh, all right, that's the end of today's Cabin Fever. Thanks for listening, and tomorrow we might have Dom Jolly. Well, I hope not. I hate him. Cabin fea 3 Oh, oh, oh,
1: Cabin fea 3 Oh, 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 Cabin fea 3 Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. You've got a jingle
3: and everything. GreatBigOwl.com